0: Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life.
1: welcome back. It's still 2020. We're getting really close to Christmas. We've got some tools here for you that we want to give you today. You can visit our website out at www.healthywealthyandgrateful.com. And you can also join our Facebook group at Healthy Wealthy Grateful. And today we've got Heather and Coach Dave here and myself, James Johnson. We're back. And When we left, we were talking about butterflies and growing plants. But, oh, my God, Heather, where you live at, you know, I would have to move if the temperature hit that level. (laughs) So so how how, how do you grow plants in the wintertime?
0: Yeah, we're expecting a uh, half a foot of snow here, um, which for Pennsylvania is not a lot of snow. But we'll see how quickly it falls. That usually dictates how dangerous it can become. Um, but that kind of precludes you from growing a whole lot, unless you have a hot house, a greenhouse, or you're willing to uh, create a artificial way to keep those plants warm. Uh, so I encourage people this time of year to grow peas on their window seals. And what? Okay. Peas are one of the most nutritious things you can eat. And so you can grow pea shoots in a sunny window, and just literally cut them off and put them on salads or you know stir fry them they're really tasty but it's protein so i know i'll make uh coach dave very excited to have some more protein that's
2: amazing and and i am going to try this because i am a black thumb and you are going to turn me into a green thumb so i'm excited um, so how right. do you do
0: i'm up uh, for the challenge we can do this
2: Dave. <laughs> so How do you grow them? Like what do you put them into? How do you drain them? How do you get the soil? What's going on there? Explain it.
0: All right, so definitely a soilless mixture would be good. So coconut cores probably the best thing for putting something like pea shoots in. Uh, That way it's less likely to get um, fungus. And less likely to um, get, you know, have problems. And so it'll be a soilless mixture. um, And it will be, that's kind of a great medium for starting seeds. Pea seeds are probably one of the easiest things to start. You can go to the grocery store and buy a bag of dried peas and rehydrate them and plant them, and they will grow. So you don't have We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave, I got, I, I got this for you. You got it. You can do this. Come on, Dave. So uh, yeah, so <laughs> throw them in that soilless mixture. You're really just going to, you know, moisten them. So I like to soak hard seeds like peas overnight. So, I would put them in a bowl overnight, cover them with water. What you'll notice is they're going to be nice and swelled up the next day. And That's then you can put them in your soilless mixture and then put them on a sunny window, cover them with a little bit of maybe plastic wrap for the first few days. And once you start to see
1: a little bit of green, you can take that off and you're good to go. It's so, kind of like when you were a teenager, Dave, you know, you put those seeds inside of that. That um, paper towels and you stuck them in your girl. Oh, you didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do that. Uh,
0: you're not encouraging anybody to grow marijuana here. Uh, we- <laughs> Some states that's it's not legal, legal
2: including it's mine. It's
1: legal here. It's fine. It's all good.
2: Okay. Now, Heather,
1: who's said anything <laughs> about marijuana? You just jumped right to that. I don't that, know. That is true. Maybe it was <laughs> you. That- <laughs> grow-,
0: <laughs> grow seeds in a pair of paper towel when they're a kid. I don't know. I didn't do that. Me neither.
1: Maybe it was me. You were the only one.
0: Yeah, TMI, my friend. It's all good. How about you guys? What are you guys getting doing to get ready for the holidays?
2: All right. So for me, it's all about apping up everything for the year for all of the people that I train, both online, both in the gym i'm a big one for um you know people get busy they go to holiday parties or they did before everything um and so they're they're very busy overall so i give everyone a holiday survival eating guide here and it's i mean it's a whole thing it's like exercise it's eating it's habit building it's all these things um which you can get below in the show notes. Um, And it's basically hooked up so that people are able to to eat how they want to, how they want to to, to during during this break period and not gain like eight pounds, you know, because on average between Thanksgiving and the new year, people gain between five and seven pounds. Oftentimes, which they don't lose, the next year, so then it's five pounds, and then it's next year, it's another five pounds, and next, and then you know, four or five years along, they come and they, they see me, and they, like, oh my God, things went horribly wrong, and I'm like, well, we could fix the that. So um, I am going to offer that to everyone who is interested in the that. It is my holiday guide, and it's chock full of great things that will help everybody.
1: You know, so on the, the grounds of healthy, wealthy, and grateful, which is, you know, the name of all this, you know, that's a great way of staying healthy in both ways. I mean, I love pea pods, you know, I I could, I grow a lot of them actually during the springtime. And so, I, growing them in my house. I don't really need to do that because it never really gets cold enough that they freeze here. No, <laughs> either, either, and if it either. does, I, I keep moving farther south. But but I wanna I want to give you a couple tools for this holiday season that I've used in the past that that I find are, are very, very useful. And they're and they're not so much useful as today as they will be going forward. So um, I have a, a very good name friend named Lee Brower and, and Lee taught me this a long time ago and I was doing it for the longest time and then I happened to break up with that girlfriend and she, she stole it from me, but oh, oh well. And, and it's, it's hands on the tablecloth. So what you're gonna do, is for the holiday season, Uh, hopefully your family's still coming to see you. I know there's many of you that you won't have your family coming to see you and you could implement a different way of doing this. Maybe do it over a Zoom call and then have everybody take a white piece of paper and do it as opposed to a tablecloth, but it won't be as much of a keepsake as a tablecloth would. Get yourself some indelible markers, you know, like the Sharpies, but get the colored pack, the ones that's got lots of different colors. Take, put their hands down, trace their hand on the tablecloth, and then take and write inside of that tablecloth what you're grateful for this year. Ooh, and I like that. then also write in there what you want to get accomplished in the next year. Then before dinner comes, fold up the tablecloth, put it away. You don't get to eat till you put your hand on the tablecloth fold it up, put it away, save it for next year, and each and every year, bring out the tablecloth. Oh, that's a cool thing. You'll be very amazed at what you can gain out of there. And the tablecloth that I had, had a gentleman on there who who was actually my girlfriend's uh, father, who's still alive to this day. Is in his 90s, and you know, it won't be too many more years, and then all of a sudden that tablecloth will have some huge value. And so you can go into the tablecloth if you wanted to at some point and cut out those things and frame them in pictures. That's
0: a great idea. I love yeah,
1: that, that idea. Was smart. Yeah. So this is a way, this is a way to capture the moment. And I think that if you really want to become grateful, you've got to do some capturing. And so I'm going to give you one more quick tip here about a way to do that over the holidays. And you can do this every day of the week if you wanted to. And it's called my I Remember Wins. So at the next family gathering, and once again, you could do this over a Zoom meeting, but you, what you're gonna do is everybody is going to take five to 10 minutes to write their I Remember When." Now, I'm going to tell you about an I remember when that I wrote right now, keeping in mind that my son is now 20 years old. I wrote this 14 years ago. I remember when I took my son Nicholas camping for the very first time. He was six years old. He got to go out and play in, in the campfire and play with fire sticks and throw rocks and do things he couldn't do when mom was around. We went fishing and we did all kinds of great things that day. At about four o'clock in the afternoon, he came up and he flopped down in my lap and he went, dad, this was the craziest day of my life. Now, what is that? Well, that's one of those special moments. And we all have those special moments. Every one of us. I'm sure you have yours, Heather, and i sure you have yours, Dave. And yeah. But the thing is, is that who does it really belong to? And if you were to ask me, I would say it belongs to me because, you know, he's 20 and certainly through his 16 to 20 year age, you know, he probably his attitude probably didn't remember all of that. All right. And and it's getting better. But the reality is, is that once I put it on that piece of paper, now it belongs to anybody that reads it. It also belongs to you because I just shared it with you. and that piece of paper goes in the i remember when box i have a rosewood box that i put those types of things inside and what i submit to you is this darkness and light cannot occupy the same space at the same time so in the darkest moment of their life say i was to pass away they can reach into the box and pull out some light right so by doing this what i want to encourage you to do when you do this is that if you're the one that's orchestrating this, write an I remember when that makes fun of you, all right? And the reason why is because you're going to write your I remember whens and then you're gonna say, is there anybody willing to share? And most people will be sitting there like this, all right? And so what you go ahead and come out with one that you uh, all go ahead and lead off and you read yours. And if you can get everybody laughing and engaged, then they're more likely to engage- Then everybody
2: that's in there, right, right, right. Right. Interesting. I love that. Yeah,
0: this is a this is a great idea, especially in the era of COVID. If anything has been brought into focus, is is that you're not you're not guaranteed tomorrow. And so these funny stories or anecdotes or things that are important to you, it's probably really important to get them down on paper. So I'm going to share one with you that kind of came to light over the weekend. Um, Longwood Gardens is a place that's near and dear to my heart here in Pennsylvania. And a friend of mine, Carl Gersons, is the curator of the uh, conservatory there. And because our governor was going to shut down our conservatory as, w- um, as well as many indoor activities, I was fortunate enough to know one of St. helpers and be able to get in on a sold-out night. Um, and when I was a little girl my mom had a cactus and this cactus was one of those cactuses that looks really fuzzy. Do you know what I'm talking about? looks no, like it has yeah. hair and I was about five years like old me. and yeah, not like you. Um, <laughs> uh, but I really wanted to touch it because it looked like a cat to me. It looked very fuzzy and she kept telling me, don't pet the cactus. And so I was determined I was gonna pet that cactus when she was no longer at home. So I waited for her to go out and I had a babysitter and I pet the cactus. Now I happened to be at Longwood and part of the display for Christmas were cactuses. And this little girl saw this fuzzy cactus and she walked right over to it and was just about to touch it and I said, don't pet the cactus. That's <laughs> it's awesome. awesome. Other people's mistakes, right?
1: Wisdom, it, it, you know, it's wasted on the on the the youth. Rather, the, you, you don't get any wisdom when you're youth. <laughs> oh, no, that's very true. <laughs> it, it's one of those great assets that you capture along the way. The um, so so the the thing is, is that. What I hope, to, what I hope to do inside of here is, is I I can't stand motivational people. Rah rah rah! Feel positive. Feel positive. Look, you need some tools, all right. So hopefully you can capture some of these tools. You know, Dave's giving you a, a guide on how to eat during that period of time, and, and Heather's showing you how to grow some pea pods in, in the middle of winter, in the middle of you know the Antarctic there in Pennsylvania, the
2: tundra, the frozen tundra, <laughs>
0: We're gonna grow and, pea and, you
1: know. Here's you here's pea pods, but pea shoes for sure. Create a new tradition, all right? So you can create a new tradition. I can tell you that that when people die, the most important thing that dies with people is that which is in their heart and in their head. So start extracting that and start getting that out there, and, and remember to celebrate Agreed. the positive. Agreed. Yeah. Great awesome.
0: advice. Really great advice.
1: Good job. All right. So, what are you, what are you doing for the holidays? What, what do you got going on? Uh, so for us, we're going to j- just
2: host our own. So it's just our, our uh, immediate family here. And then we're going to do uh, Zoom calls with everybody back home and on the East coast. Um, we're going to do all of those kinds of things and just, you know, chat and everything else like that. I mean, it's, It's obviously harder. Um, We won't be able to to spend time around each other, but we can certainly do Zoom calls and face time and everything else like that. So we're gonna just uh, do the best we're we're, uh, able
1: to here, so. How about you, Heather? You got the same thing going on. You, you in lockdown as well.
0: Yeah, we're in lockdown here. So because there's a 14 day, uh, quarantine, um, and I live with a frontline healthcare worker, we won't be able to leave the state because he would then have to quarantine when we get back. So we'll be here for Christmas, but it looks like we might get a white Christmas if we're lucky. So, um, I actually really like it when it snows, uh, being a Southern girl, I didn't grow up with just a few snowstorms a year, so hopefully we'll have a white Christmas and uh, we'll be able to enjoy that. But for now, we, the house is decorated and, you know, hopefully we'll be able to, like uh, like you just said, potentially have the opportunity to do some Zoom calls. And I have been able to see my family prior to the lockdown, so we saw each other um, over Thanksgiving.
1: Right. Well, that's a huge difference between you and I, because you see, I, I never grew up. So, so, and I'm, I'm. Santa
0: coming to see you this year?
1: I'm absolutely. a good boy. I guaranteed to have a white Christmas because I'm going to Utah. I'm going to go skiing for the week. Oh, nice!
0: There you go.
1: That's gonna be awesome. I like to visit my white Christmas. (laughs) And then you can help.
0: It's a lot easier not to shovel it. Let me explain.
1: (laughs) I, I, you know, no, thank you. (laughs) Understand. I want to
0: live in it. Yep.
1: So, well, okay, well, the, what I would say then is, you know, good riddance to 2021 or 2020, right? We're we're headed into 2021 and may be a much, much better year than, than 2020.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I do think as as we spoke about it in the first uh, podcast, I do think that this, if you were able to use this, this year as a growth year, it could have been a great year. And I have people I'm who, you know, turned this horrible year into probably one of the best years ever. And I think, but that's with that growth mindset that people really need to harness and start going, well, how do I make every day a little bit, you know, Add on, add on, do a bit more exercise, eat a bit healthier, you know, save more, grow more, 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 more foods, you know, like people have the, the uh, option to do that. They get bogged down in the everyday day, like things are horrible, things are horrible. But I think that the more that you can take your world and shrink it down and then just extract good things from it every day, That's when, you know, next year becomes your best year. And then the the next year becomes your best year over and over and over.
0: I think that's something that's really important. And I think it probably really relates to everything that we're doing. You know, so many people this time of year start off with good intentions, right? I'm finally going to save money. I'm finally going to lose those five pounds. I'm finally going to grow the garden of my dreams. But in reality, What that actually entails is taking a baby step. And so what I want to encourage people to do right now is really just take that baby step and think about one change you can make or one step forward you can take that will enable you. Um, Because the reality is, is that maybe you're not in shape right now. Maybe you don't have savings right now, but you're worried because obviously we're not out of pandemic at this point. So what's the one step you could take today that would really impact your year for next year. And so whether that's, I'm going to walk to the mailbox and back, maybe that's all you can do. That's okay. And I think that's the problem is some people think, Oh, well, I have to do this huge giant leap and For that's sure. not the case. Things.
2: It's small things done every day that add up, you know, right. I, 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 I could coach them to that over and over and over again. And people are always amazed, you know, after they do a six month program. And they're like, I didn't feel like any part of that was overwhelming. And it's like, yeah, because when we did small things, literally every day that over time added added up
1: absolutely as you're doing those small steps and as you move into 2021 we want we want you to remember to celebrate the positive i mean as bad as the year was i can promise you if you look back you can find the things that really were positive during that time and, and focus on those. No, don't focus on the negative. Focus on the positive, and remember: good, better, best. Never let it rest till good gets better and better gets best. And so, just take that little step. Just try, keep trying to make it better and better, as Heather said. And we're we're Heather, Coach Dave, and James Johnson, a healthy, wealthy, and grateful. And we really appreciate you coming here. And, and please be sure to visit our website, join our Facebook group. Be sure to hit those links below to get your free gifts and we'll see you soon. Make it a great Happy holidays, everybody. Remember to live like you're going to die tomorrow. Plan like you're going to live forever. Keep smiling and we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember, live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.